Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees end a disappointing road trip, dropping two out of three to the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, really, overall, it's kind of a squandered opportunity for the New York Yankees. You had six games against a team, you know, teams collectively that are both in last place. And the Yankees just, you know, manage uh, measly three and three on this road trip. So, yeah, you look at the um, accolade of Hamarn's perfect game. Great. But overall, again, it, this is a missed opportunity for the Yankees. This is a situation where they, at the very least, should have went five and one, but nevertheless have to settle for three and three and come back home. So we look at the Cardinals series. Again, a disappointing one for the Yankees, as well as kind of this undignified fireworks night they're going to have. Uh, so the Yankees come back home. They have a seven-game series against both the uh, Baltimore Orioles and the Chicago Cubs. And the first night, the first game back, July 3rd, is going to be firework night at Yankee Stadium. And I just think that's completely undignified for the New York Yankee organization to do this. I mean, you know, what's next? You're going to have like a sideshow carnival come in with some clowns and the elephants you know just get the fans in so i'll kind of give you my take on that so we'll break this up in half the first half will kind of be just kind of put the finishing touches on this cardinal series and then we'll just kind of give you my thoughts on this upcoming fireworks night so the yankees um you know take two out three of oakland that's a team you should sweep especially you know the first game there you only score one run against the oakland a's got johnny brittle pitches the hard out keeps them to two runs and you can't win that game so starts off bad but of course you have the great recovery with Herman, and then the last game to take quite easily so, all right you'll forgive that one but then they come into st louis and it's a situation, you know, they're having a disappointing season. They're like in last place. Same thing. At the very least, you should take two out of three, if not even sweep them. But not for the case for the Yankees. And really, this is another case where the offense does not show up at all. I mean, at least the Yankees gave you some offense in the final two games against Oakland. This was a situation where the Yankees, all right, you know, they were good in the nightcap of the doubleheader there. But the first... And last game, the offense really just didn't show up for them. And eventually, St. Louis broke through. Now, the first game didn't happen at all. It was a rainout. So, moved it to a 2 o'clock and 7 o'clock day-night doubleheader there. And in the first game, the Yankees just got absolutely got the doors blown off. Luis Severino, completely horrible. Uh, got touched up uh, for five runs in the fourth inning there. Uh, really started off but a Paul Goldschmidt three-run home run. And uh, really, Severino just got absolutely killed in this game. And you know, last time we saw Severino, uh, he was absolutely brilliant blanking the Texas Ranger team, which is probably a better hitting team than this. Uh, but Severino just completely shellacked in this game. And then they just kept adding on, adding on. Uh, they brought Severino to start the fifth, you know, just try to get some length out of him. And then, you know, he let a couple of runners on. And then Mike Cook, who was the quote-unquote 27th man for this you know, day-night doubleheader game put on the roster there. Uh, he doesn't do much better. He gives up a couple more runs there. There were ultimately charged with Severino. Again, Severino charged with seven runs in this game. And again, the Yankees really had no chance. They just kept adding on. You know, in the ninth inning, uh, Jake Bowers hit just a cosmetic home run there, but the Yankees dropped the, the first, first game 11-4. to Got to absolutely smoke. I'm never really in it. Whatever you figure, okay, it's the first game. No big deal. You take that. Okay, fine. But the night cap, at least the Yankees rebound a little bit now. They went to the bullpen by committee for this one. They were going to use Cole originally for the second game. And then, you know, the third game was probably going to be a bullpen game or maybe they're going to call up somebody. But since, you know, the Friday game got canceled, the plans got pushed back a little bit. They decided to go by a bullpen by committee for the, the nightcap and then push Cole for the matchup against Jordan Montgomery, which had been kind of sexy just because, you know, it's former Yankee Montgomery versus the Yankee ace Cole. So, hey, you know, as, as a fan on either side, you're kind of looking forward to that one. Now, first, I actually do got to mention, though, you know, not only was the Yankees facing Montgomery, but this is the first time they actually beta back in St. Louis, and the fans did the right thing. They did acknowledge him, give him a standing ovation. Again, he was with the team for quite a while, again, kind of a bit of a fan favorite. So, you know, again, good job there by the St. Louis fans. But as the nightcap itself, you say it was a good game. Uh, you know, mainly, for, I think the biggest hit was probably by Volpe, hitting a triple early on, which scored kind of Falefa. And not only did scored kind of Falefa, but put himself in scoring position where DJ LeMay was able to knock him in with an RBI. And it was a game where the Yankees were up 4-2 late, and they were able to tack on a couple more runs there. 
in the ninth inning uh, to pad themselves a 6-2 lead. And I mentioned before, this was a bullpen game. So Ian Hamilton back from the IL. Uh, he was the opener for this one, and the Yankees just kind of went the whole way. Michael King took them across the fifth inning line there So with the lead. So he gets the win and then used Clay Holmes to, to close it out there. So, you know, you kind of got a little everybody, a little Peralta, a little Holmes, a little Tommy Canely there. So, you know, and again, the Yankee bullpen has kind of been their strength uh, overall so far this season. And they used it the whole way in this game. It was at least able to at the point. Um, split the doubleheader there, split the series at the point one one, which then brings you to the third game where you can you're licking your chops. You want to kind of get at former Yankee Montgomery. Not that there's any hatred on either side there, but because you you don't want to obviously trade someone away and have them beat you. But of course that wasn't the case, and it's kind of a bad game for the Yankee offense. I mean you can't really put this one on Cole. I mean technically gets the loss there, but really Yankee offense gave him nothing until very very late in the game. Cole gave a couple of RBI hits. Uh, in the middle, they fell behind 2 nothing, and that was really it. I mean, the Yankee offense wasn't really a game much to work with, and the Yankees end up dropping this one 5-1. to one. Again, the offense takes a snooze in this game, and Jordan Montgomery only charged with one run, pitches well into the seventh, six strikeouts, did have three walks. Again, he's always had a little bit of walk problems, a little bit even when he was with the Yankees, but overall pretty much stifled the Yankee bats. They weren't able to get nothing against them, and they went you know righty-heavy, as I said they would. They had Stanton batting third as well as Bader batting fourth. Clean up there, but again, didn't really do much, and Montgomery was kind of sticking to his old team there. And not only did that, but of course, you know, Cole, who was just announced as an all-star pitcher for the team, you know, it's just kind of like, eh, you don't even care at this point that news just because the way, you know, your former fifth starter beats your current ace. So, you know, it's not really something to be too happy about. And the Yankees dropped two out of three against the Cardinals. Again, this is a Cardinal team that's not been doing good this season, last place team. And overall, I think it's just a squandered stretch of games for the Yankees so far. I mean, if you look at it with the Oakland last place team, the Cardinals last place team, now they're coming for Baltimore against four. Now, again, that's a team you're chasing. That's a legit good team. Uh, but after that, then you have three games against the Cubs. They're just barely better than St. Louis in fourth place. So, that's a, again, that's another team that's like almost 10 games on the 500. And then after that, the, the Yankees go out to Colorado for three games. So, Look at the three against Oakland, the three against the Cardinals, the three against the Cubs, and the three against Colorado. That's 12 games. Um, and it looks like, okay, so you got the four. So 12 plus four is dual math is 16. So 12 out of the 16 upcoming games the Yankees had before they started this road trip were against just terrible teams, teams under 500 by double digits. And the Yankees so far are not really taking advantage of that. I mean, it's really a golden opportunity for the Yankees to climb back in the AL East a little bit more against kind of, which is, again, a, a bit of a soft um, schedule and I, I know you got the four against the Baltimore Orioles and you're you're chasing them but you got them in your own ballpark and even if you don't even if you split them or even if you lose three out of four uh, against Baltimore if you could take their business in those 12 games other games well then who cares but it's, but so far the Yankees get, only get two out of three against Oakland drop two out of three against the Cardinals now I'll see what the Yankees do with the remaining six you know easy quote-unquote easy games they have coming up but really again some of a really a squandered opportunity for the Yankees it's really a situation where they should be taken at a minimum nine out of those 12 games. But so far, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. And again, really squandered opportunity for the Yankees there. So they hit a little bit in Oakland. So I don't know why they couldn't carry that over. But it just seemed like the bats really, really went dead in this one. So, you know, maybe this is Oakland's pitching was just that bad, which is probably the case. And I, I kind of told that might have been a little bit of fool's gold just with the Yankees scoring those 22 runs in the last two games there. So that's it. Kind of disappointing end to this road trip. It just hates you end it with Jordan Montgomery. Stick it to you. So now the Yankees come home. And this is kind of the other half of what I wanted to get into in, in regards to the fireworks night at Yankee Stadium. Now, this is – as. If I read correctly, they say this is the first time ever the Yankees are going to put on a fireworks show. Now, the reason it's the first time ever is that the New York Yankee organization never needed to do this to draw fans in. 
I mean, it's kind of a little distasteful. It's just kind of like beneath the Yankee organization to do this. You can understand the Mets doing it. You can understand the Pittsburgh Pirates with like no one in the stands, you know, doing it. It all makes sense. But there's really no reason for the New York Yankee organization to kind of pull this sort of stunt. And I just, I just think it's distasteful. I think it's beneath them. Um, you know, you always hear like Mike Francis to say, well, they don't do the wave at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, they do the wave at Yankee Stadium. But the whole idea is that it's a dignified organization. They shouldn't have to do these type of gimmick things to draw fans in. I mean, this is the fact that the Baltimore Orioles are coming in and they're a team you're chasing. That alone should put enough fannies in the seats. And plus, you know, this is the way the scheduling works out. Again, July 4th is a Tuesday, a holiday. A lot of people this way, you know, including myself, are off on you know Monday in terms of, you know, the the. Bruce Wayne sort of job. So a lot of people are going to be off to begin with. And, you know, you got a hot series there. You know, the rain is kind of the chance of thunderstorm, but you should have a good crowd as it is. I don't think a reason that you need fireworks tonight to get some fannies in the seats. Now, this could have been maybe planned two or three months ago before they realized that Baltimore was going to be good this season. I don't know. But it just seemed they only recently announced it with like a week ago or so. So I just think this is a bad move. This is a bad look for the New York Yankee organization. Now, it's going to be a four-game series. Gives the Yankee opportunity to at least, you know, climb up to about – uh, four games behind the Orioles and nine and a half back in the AL East there. And Orioles so far early in the season, it seems like they've you know been getting the better of the Yankees. So it'll be good for the Yankees maybe if they just got to stick it back to them. Now, of course, they're going to be without Judge. We all know that. But still enough good hitters in this lineup where the, you know, the Yankees should make, make this interesting. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. So that's the episode. Disappointing road series. Okay. Congratulations again for Herman uh, for getting the perfect game. Of course, his next start will be during the Baltimore series. So I'm sure that the home faith will give him a good standing ovation there, which he should. And he'll probably get destroyed. You know, give up 10 runs in the first inning. That's the way it goes. So we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.